Hey, it's Heidi Rain. Welcome back to another episode of Addiction and Codependency Breakthrough, where we talk about all things to help you heal from a toxic relationship or heal and deal with the addict or alcoholic that you happen to be in a relationship with right now. So before I dive into today's lesson, I, I just was preparing for a speech I'm going to be giving um, in a couple of weeks. And I really should be focusing on that. You know, just, I haven't even written the damn thing yet. So I really should be focused on that. But when the inspiration hits, the girl's got to press play, right? And, and just come and just trust. And so I just want to take a minute and and pray that, you know, whatever uh, I had to stop what I'm doing in the middle of sharing with you this message, that it resonates, that you hear what you need to hear today, see what you need to see today, just get some kind of motivation, inspiration, or education that helps set you free on the path to self-love. And what came to me is I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about, um, you know how we set our boundaries, we think about the things that we, you know, uh, want in our relationships and we, and we think we're doing a pretty good job, but I upload these videos on a Sunday. So I can imagine that after a long weekend, like during the week, it's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to set my boundaries. The weekend comes and the toxic, dysfunctional, alcoholic, narcissistic, addicted person crosses your boundaries and all of a sudden what you thought you were firmly planted you've been uprooted you've been uprooted your emotions are all over the place your psychology is all over the place and it takes a long time after an incident of you being gaslit or manipulated or lied to or hurt by a toxic person in your life it takes you a long time to recalibrate after that storm. And you could spend the whole week just trying to get yourself back on track from the damage that's done by living with a, and dealing with a toxic person. So I want to give you some tools today about rooting down. So what came to me is when I'm thinking about preparing for this speech that I'm going to give is totally unrelated, but a God showed me a tree. And, you know, I see trees all the time. I draw trees, you know, I, I doodle when I'm whatever, and I always end up drawing trees. And I just love trees. I think they're one of the most magical, beautiful, strong, interesting things on the planet. And trees are essential to our life. They give us oxygen, you know, and and they they help us survive here on the planet, obviously. But beyond that, I'm also fascinated by how they grow, their root structures. And in particular, I know I talk about a lot of willow trees. There is something about a willow tree with a swing on it that just speaks to my soul. Every time I see that, I picture myself as just a, a girl or even a grown woman just swinging underneath of that willow tree, just living my best life. They are so beautiful, aren't they? And if you've ever watched a willow tree in the storm, and I have this fantasy about sitting on maybe even the big wraparound porch and on my porch swing and watching the willow trees in the storm. And I think about, they're like a dancer to me. There's something so graceful that no matter how hard the wind's blowing, no matter how much of a storm is brewing, that, that tree maintains its elegance, its beauty, and it maintains its space. And part of that is because of how rooted it is and then how flexible it is at the top and how rooted it is at the bottom. And the deeper the roots, the more flexibility it can have, right? So it can bend and, and that root, it can go with the wind, but that those roots will hold it in place. And I was wondering this morning, 
How can we be more like that tree rooted in your boundaries? So come whatever storm is going to come into your life, you are not going to be knocked and shaken about and having to rebuild and start over. So let's talk about some of these roots. Now, if you're new here, I do want to take a minute and say, welcome home. I'm so glad you found me. I'm so glad you're here. It's not by accident. I do believe it's divine appointment that we are here together. And if at any time you want to go further or deeper into your journey and want to move from information to transformation, uh, I want to encourage you to allow me to come alongside of you in a deeper dive in one of my courses or programs or a course in, in, a, in an interactive experience, a, um, a strategic session with me. You can find all that and much more over at HeidiRain.com. So what are the roots of your willow tree that we're going to make for you? Well, I'm just a simple girl and I like to make things as simply simple as I possibly can. I am, I've been a student um, of John Maxwell uh, for many, many decades. And he always says, you know, as a speaker, as a teacher, your job is to put the cookies on the low shelf so everybody can get them. So I know to some of you really smart, smart people, and I deal with really smart, smart people, I don't want you to mistake the simplicity and think that it's because it's simple, it's not profound. What I'm going to share with you is so simple, yet so deep, so profound, that even if you master one of these roots, your life will change forever. So imagine if you mastered all the roots that I'm going to share with you. Now let's talk about the simplicity here. If I'm going to do anything in my life, I want to know the details. I want to know who, what, when, where, and why, and how, right? These are the six things I need to know. If I'm going to accomplish anything in my life, I need to know all the details. So the first thing, your first root is in the who. It's two roots that grow as one. And the who is, you got to know who you're dealing with. Okay. And a lot of times you don't know who you're dealing with because the toxic person in your life wasn't always toxic. Once upon a time, they were a really great person. They treated you with love and kindness. Uh, you you had a great relationship. You, you were you know in love and firing on all cylinders. And even if now you look back and you're like, yeah, love bomb, you know, at hindsight's 2020. But I can tell you this right now, you're still probably projecting a little bit of that fantasy onto the present moment by drumming up who they used to be. So it's not, you get stuck when you forget who, who you're dealing with, when you remember who that person used to be, or who you think they can be for you in the future. And that is where your roots get uprooted. You know, you have a boundary. Like if you know who you're dealing with, it's easier to stay firm and rooted in that boundary. And that's why education on addiction is so important. That's why taking the plunge and purchasing the course on addiction or going deeper to educate yourself to really understand the nature of the beast you're dealing with is gonna help you stay rooted in those boundaries tenfold. But if I forget who I'm dealing with, and I, I don't remember I'm dealing with addiction or an addicted personality or the addiction personality that takes over, I'm going to be like, just thinking it's just Jimmy, you know, and Jimmy's so sweet and kind and, and or I'm thinking the Jimmy that could be or the Jimmy that was, but what you need to stay rooted in is the Jimmy that is, who are you dealing with in the present moment? Now, another thing, another who is if you are not rooted in who you are, you will be whoever you need to be in whatever moment you're in. Now, let me explain. Okay. If I know who I am, 
meaning I know my value, I know my worth, I know um, my position, I know I know my strengths, I know my weaknesses, you know, I, I know who I am. I do not get persuaded by other people telling me who I'm supposed to be, should be, need to be, or weren't. And when you're in a relationship with a toxic person, addict, addicted, alcoholic, or otherwise narcissistic, you find that all the time they're telling you who you are. They're gaslighting you into who you are. And if you don't, if you're not rooted in the truth of who you really are, then you will get blown about with any storm that comes your way. Now, how, now here's the thing. How needs to be addressed every step of this way. How do you get rooted in who you are and who you're dealing with? Well, you invest, you invest in yourself, you invest time, you invest your resources into finding and figuring that out. That's the whole point of the work that I do. Now, this ministry is my joy. Coming onto YouTube and, and giving you this free content and on the podcast, it is my absolute pleasure. But I want to tell you that information without application is no transformation. You know, you need to learn how to walk what I'm teaching you into your, into your daily life. And that requires sometimes a deeper dive. Go over to HeidiRain.com and find out more about our Toxic Relationship Recovery course that is a step-by-step design because you're not who you are. You're who you've needed to be. And that's not your fault. You know, we all have these addiction and codependency. Addiction creates a codependent personality type. And we've been playing a role. We don't know who we are. We've forgotten who we are. And so what I like to do is help you figure out who you've been and then help you systematically remember who you are by stopping all those behaviors that prevent you from being your happiest, healthiest version of yourself. Okay, so who? You got to know one of those roots is who who I'm dealing with, who I got to know who you are, and I got to know who I am if I'm going to be able to weather this storm of toxicity and dysfunction. The second root that we are going to root down, if we're that willow tree, we're going to root down in the what. The what. And there are two little spokes to the what. You need to know two things. What you will no longer settle for, accept, tolerate, or put up with in your life by the hands of another human being or by the self-betrayal at your own hands. You've got to know what you are no longer willing to deal with and take a holy stand in that position. You know, you can't be willing to deal with it some days and other days you're not willing to deal with it. You have to be absolutely certain on what you are no longer willing to settle for or tolerate in your life. And then the other what is what do you want instead? And so many of us have no idea what we want. If codependency runs rampant, I know what you want. I know what you need. You know, we're, we have a crystal ball. Uh, I have this crystal ball beside me. You know, I know exactly what everybody else needs and wants, but I don't know what I want. And a great way to figure out what you do want is to, is to get rooted in what you don't want anymore. And part of that process is figuring all that out. You know, inside this uh, toxic relationship recovery course, we spend a great deal of time on those two very things, figuring out and getting to the bottom of the what's. The next thing you need to be rooted in after the who and the what is the when. When you have to know in your toxic and dysfunctional relationship, when enough is enough. In a couple of different ways. The first way you need to know if is enough is, is enough is that you've tolerated enough. You've done enough. You've helped enough. Now, so many people that I work with, 
don't know if they've done enough. They don't want to get the divorce. They don't want to break up the relationship because they're thinking to themselves, I don't know if I've done everything I can. Heidi, if I'm going to walk away, I want to know I've done absolutely everything I can to help this person get well, to save this relationship, to turn this ship around so that I can sleep at night. If I do walk away with peace in my heart, knowing I did everything I could. So yes, you have to know when enough is enough. Sometimes we're not doing everything we can to get somebody help. We're not doing everything we can. We're enabling. We're we're doing things that are hurting instead of helping. And we don't even realize it. And we need those lights to be turned on so we can see how we can be more effective in in our desire to inspire somebody to get well. You know, you do have a lot more influence than you think you do. And, and then you have to know if you've done all that and if you've tried the treatment and if you've been in and out of this. And, you know, sometimes I work with families, their loved ones have been to treatment one time, 10 times, sometimes 22 times. I know that that seems like absolutely outrageous. But the truth is you never know when that treatment is going to click in and, and everybody's going to get it. But you also have to know when enough is enough for you. Not everybody is cut out to be on this ride, okay? Not everybody is is cut out for, especially those of us who grew up with addiction or dysfunction. We're like, man, I thought I escaped and here I am again. I got Tommy over here, you know, going in the garage every night. I'm like, like it's like my dad's home again, you know? It's, it's maddening to you. So you have to know when enough is enough that you've reached your limit. And that doesn't make you a bad person. That just means that you have to know, like you go back to this, what you'll settle for, what you'll accept, and you have to know when enough is enough. Your line for enough cannot be a moving target. It can't. You have to be rooted in enough. You've got to know with absolute certainty. Or when somebody crosses your boundaries, they're going to move a little each time and you're going to find that you you keep moving that line. And if you keep moving the line, you can't blame somebody else for continually crossing it or not being sure where it is. If you're moving it, it's like a game of hide and seek. I don't know where that thing is, right? So you've got to be absolutely certain in that. The next thing you need to know after the who, what, and when is the where. You've got to know where you will allow somebody to take you and where your home is. Now, addiction is a roller coaster. It is full of twists and turns and ups and downs, and it is very, very scary. And you have to decide where you would let somebody take you on that kind of ride. Are you willing? Where are you willing to go with this person? What kind of journey are you willing to go on? Where do you want to go? Now, I'm very clear about where I want to go, right? Uh, where I want to go in my work, for example. Uh, you know, I, I believe that that our purpose is absolutely in our own personal pain that we're called to serve humanity in a way that is authentic and genuine to us because we've been there, we've walked the talk, we've survived it. I mean, the only reason to go through hell, in my opinion, is to reach down and pull another sister out, right? I mean, that's that's why we, or a brother, right? P pull them out of hell. And I know where I'm willing to go in my work is the darkest of the dark. I, I I am called to be a light and a light goes to the dark. Where is the light going to shine the brightest in the dark? So I know 
that when I work with my clients, we're going to go to some dark places. I know they're going to tell me things that are hard and sad and devastating and embarrassing and, and all types of things. They haven't even told another human being before, but I know that if I'm going to shine that light, I have to go in the dark. Now, what you need to know about me is I won't take that walk in my private life anymore. Now I do this for my living. I do this for my work in the world. I do this for my mission and my purpose, but in my personal life, that is a well-protected space where I don't allow the drama and toxicity in there at all. So I know in my private and my personal and my professional life where I'm willing to be taken. I'm willing to go all the way to the dark. I'm willing to go there because I know at the end of the day, I'm always going to return to the light and my home. That is my sanctuary. My relationships are solid. My, you know, I don't tolerate any kind of that dysfunction in my private life. Now for you, I know that if you're in a relationship with an addict or an alcoholic or a narcissist, you already are a helper in some capacity. I can't tell you how many doctors I work with, how many nurses I work with, how many helping people. And you go to work all day long and pour into people or you teach or you do whatever. And then you come home and you never get a break. So there has to be a line for you. You have to know where you're willing to go and live inside of your personal relationships. Where are you going to be taken? Do you want to spend your days in hell? Where are you allowing somebody to take you? you? You do get to get off the ride. You do get to decide you don't want to go there with them anymore. You know, don't let loyalty be a liability for you. And especially if you've been taught that, you know, hey, for better or worse, you got to say, I understand all that. But loyalty, you can be loyal to the wrong person. You can be loyal to the wrong thing when the real cry for loyalty is the loyalty to yourself and to God and not to the shenanigans of other people. You know, don't let your ride or dyeness become a problem for you. You know, don't let your loyalty become a liability. And it does. You have to know what goes back to when enough is enough. The other thing you need to know in your roots is who, what, when, where, why. Why is this so important for you to maintain this boundary? Now, nine times out of 10, for me, it has nothing to do with us personally, right? I need I need to maintain my budget because you know why? You can tolerate a lot. You have a black belt in suffering, okay? Uh, I think Anne Lamott said, "Hey, when church, when 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 suffering is is uh, the religion, it's time to leave the church." You know, I mean, you have a black belt in suffering, but why to stop suffering is because you're not suffering alone. If you are in a family your other family members are suffering watching you suffer. If you have children, your children are suffering through your suffering. If you have uh, anybody in your life, friendships, anybody that cares about you outside of this main relationship, they are suffering from your suffering and suffering rolls downhill, just like other things that are not good, okay? All things roll downhill. So I wanna encourage you, if you can't stop the suffering for yourself, look around and see who else is suffering because of your suffering and take a stand. Now, I know for me, my why of why it's so important for me to maintain healthy relationships, right? And just work in this dysfunction and not live in it is because I want to give my daughter the absolute best life that I can provide her. Now, I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm going to make mistakes. I know that bad things are going to happen along the way. I don't want to be the cause of her trauma, though. I want to be the source of the person who can get her through it. You see the difference there? I don't want to cause my daughter the trauma. I want to be the support system when the trauma happens because that's inevitable. Lots of us are still causing trauma to our loved ones by living in trauma and the trauma of somebody else. So for me, it's about breaking general uh, generational cycles of dysfunction for good. 
It's about taking a stand for her, for saying, hey, I know I can't prevent uh, trauma in the world, but Lord, don't let me be the cause of it. Okay. I don't know if you can relate to that, but I, I think you can. I, I, I just think you might be able to relate to that, especially if you're here and you're here this long. So let's let's review. In order for you to be rooted like that willow tree and be able to be and survive any storm, you have to know what you're rooted in. First is who. You have to know the root of who, who you're dealing with as a person. That's the education that you need to get, HeidiRain.com, and who you really are, the truth of who you really are, not your codependent personality pattern, not who you've been, been acting like and behaving like, but who your true nature of who you really are. You've got to root down on that. I can help you do that. The second thing you need to root down is what? Not just what you're no longer willing to settle for or tolerate, but what you really want and taking time to actually figure that out for once. What do you want? And then when? You got to know when is enough enough? When have you done enough, tried enough? Have <laughs> you continually not measure up or what is enough? If there is something that's going to work, what is it? And can we learn that? And yes, we can. HeidiRain.com, okay? The next thing is where? Where are you going to allow another human being to take you in this life? What ride are you willing to go on? You have to make a decision as to where you're willing to go or be taken by another person. And then why? Why is, why are you doing this? Why is it important for you to learn this? Now, the last thing is the how. And boy, if I haven't said it by now, I mean, I don't know. I must be a terrible person at promoting myself, but I have to tell you that I have the how figured out or I wouldn't be able to tell you in such detail what all these things are. These, this is the, these are the roots of my program. My program is called Love Yourself First Empowerment School. And it is where you learn all these things that nobody ever taught you. You learn how to root down into who you really are. You get to figure that out. You get to learn what you will and won't settle for and accept and tolerate. You need get to learn why it's so important for you. What is your North Star? Where, where are you going in your life? And when is actually enough enough for you in all areas of your life? So I encourage you, you can actually get that right now over at HeidiRain.com. It is called the Toxic Relationship and Codependency Recovery Course. And you can find it right there. I'll link it below this video. You can check it out and begin your healing today. And if you decide you want more support along that healing journey, we can book sessions, you can sign up for a group coaching container, and we can start to move and have more progress along the way. But you don't need to delay. You can start this process to healing today. And I hope you do. I hope you do. Not just for your sake, but for the generations behind you. All right? And the generations ahead of you. Even more important, right? undo the damage and make sure we're giving our next generations a future, uh, a childhood they don't need to heal from. Amen. I love you. Take excellent care of yourself. Go to HeidiRain.com to learn more. And until the next episode, take excellent, excellent care of yourself. Be well.